Hello, besties. Welcome to Martinez with Eddie, your ultimate destination for everything Bravo. Join me as we spill the tea, dissect the drama, and uncork the juiciest gossip from your favorite reality TV shows. And on tonight's episode, everything about BravoCon. Yes, guys, uh, this is the beginning of season two of Martina with Eddie. I'm so excited that I get to bring you my whole entire Vegas experience at the kickoff of my second season. As I mentioned before, BravoCon New York City uh, was the reason why Martini with Eddie, the podcast, was born. Uh, that was what inspired me to come on this uh, platform and bring you all the tea from all the shows. Uh, but on this episode, I'm going to talk to you about my whole entire trip to Vegas which, by the way, it also included. Uh, it also included Katy Perry. He also included Katy Perry. That was a freaking amazing night. I, as you can hear in my voice, I'm still trying to recover it from all the craziness that happened in Vegas. I arrived to Vegas on Wednesday in the morning. Right, uh, I was the first one of my group of friends to arrive to Vegas. So. I went for lunch by myself. I had the biggest burrito that I ever had in my life at this place in Vegas. So um, I actually only ate half and I took half of it to my room. I had I had a suite. So in the suite, there was like a mini bar slash kitchenette. It had like, you know, microwave, uh, coffee pot, and um, it also had a um, fridge. So I, I was like, you know what? I'm going to eat this burrito later. I'm going to eat it later. Uh, and I put it in, in, in the in the fridge. And please don't do it. I literally put it in the garbage the morning that I was leaving on Monday, on Monday morning. I didn't eat the burrito. It stayed in the fridge all week. But it was so damn good. And I didn't eat it because, you guys, it was so hard to even eat anything. My whole entire week... Uh, diet was 90% IV drips and uh, mimosa or Prosecco or champagne. That was what I drink all week in Vegas. And I only went to like major dinners twice that week. I went to Vendepomme at Paris, uh, Vendepomme at Paris, and to the Gordon Rance's Steakhouse at the Paris Hotel as well. Um, I'm going to say one thing about the menu in Vanderpump. It's completely out of this world. It's crazy. It's delicious. I love caviar. So I have the potato caviar uh, kind of appetizer-ish. Once again, I ate technically just cocktails and IV drips while I was in Vegas. I don't know how I survived, you guys. Uh, but it was an amazing trip. Uh, Wednesday night. Uh, after my friends arrived, we went to see Katy Perry. My friend Lauren and I went to see Katy Perry. Uh, it was the last few dates. She closed her residency on Saturday. So we got to see her. It was an amazing show. Like, I'm not a Katy Perry fan. I'm not like a kitty cat. I'm not buying her albums or whatever. I had just the singles on my phone from like, you know, Apple Music or whatever. But that show was so freaking out of control. I felt like I had like a piece of mushroom or something. I was tripping because that was the production value was insane. There was even a huge toilet at one point on the stage and she's performing in a huge poop come out and start like mimicking her song. Um, yeah, it, it, it's that crazy. Um, she put a great show. And I'm happy that I got to see her. But that night, Wednesday night, I lost my voice. Literally, I felt like I was talking like a chipmunk the whole entire week. And I was supposed to interview Bravo Lips. I was supposed to be asking questions. And my voice was shot until yesterday. So, yeah. Please, if you are going to interview anyone... Maybe don't start singing Katy Perry songs out of like with your full long capacity. So um, 
that was Wednesday. Uh, on Thursday, uh, my friends and I went to the Delano um, Hotel to the to the House of Blues, and I happened to see some Bravo left that I know that I'm a really good friend with. We were having drinks, and that's when my change of heart towards Lindsay Hopper happened. I mean, I. You guys know that I was very hard on her last season on Summer House. I, I mean, I wasn't like mean or anything like that. I wasn't like trashing her or anything. Like, let's be clear. I was not being mean to her. But my opinion was that they rushed into this marriage so quick that maybe she didn't like those comments or whatever. But on that Thursday, she, we were all hanging out in the same bar, right? And I sent her a drink, right? And she was so gracious and so fun. I'm loving Lindsay Hover as a single girl. She was having a... She looked gorgeous too, you guys. When I said gorgeous, I'm like... I It's like a Barbie doll. Literally a human Barbie doll, right? So I'm here. I'm here for Lindsay Hover in her single era, not caring about Craig. Um, I mean, yeah. Um, well, Carl, I don't know why I say correct. Carl. Uh, I actually went to the summer house um, to the panel, right? And that was the first time that, that Lindsay and Carl were like facing each other after the whole debacle. And we're going to get into it. But I kind of want to go in chronological order. That night, I ran into Whitney Rose. I posted on my Instagram and Twitter. She was so sweet. I absolutely adore Whitney Rose. She was like, oh my gosh, Eddie. And I said, oh my gosh, Whitney. We exchanged conversation. Once again, I want to make sure that you guys know one thing. I'm going to share with you little bits of what I did. But a lot of the conversation that I had with these people uh, are in some level personal. You know, like some of these people I actually know, and I don't want to blast what we're talking about on a podcast, but just know that the people that I met during BravoCon, even if I didn't like him much, they were super sweet. Um, a lot of the time we didn't talk about the show in particular. I'm, I'm not the type of person who just wants to like harass Bravo lips about like tea or whatever, unless they want to share it with me. I'm, my ears are open. Um but I did notice a lot of things that I'm going to share with you because I'm pretty sure you have heard this in different podcasts as well. Um, the night was great. Thursday night was awesome. Many friends arrived that day too. Then I actually went to a massage. Uh, I got a massage on Thursday. That was really good. It, I went to the spa that I was staying in. Um, I literally passed out halfway through the massage. That's how good it was. Because I was like, I need to prepare myself for this week. Last year, you guys, I ha I made the big mistake to start drinking heavily the night before, right? On Thursday. I was dead by Friday morning, right? So this year, I was like, nope, I'm not going to do it. I'm going to do it differently. I'm going to enjoy the weekend. And I'm going to make sure that I capture as much as I can. Um, the first morning on Friday morning... I was so happy that the VIP line was like non-existent. Like you walked right through it. I mean, if you had GA, you had to deal with a long ass line. And I feel so bad for you guys because it was hot. It was Vegas hot. It, I'm not a big fan of like heat. Like I like it at the beach. If I can jump into a pool, if I can jump into the ocean, yes. But being waiting outside in the heat of Vegas was not fun. So um, I kind of feel bad for you guys, you know. But as soon as you walk into the venue, you were kind of greeted by um, the person you walked into was the golden stage. It was the place where most of the big, big, big panels were happening. I had my first photo op this mor that morning on Friday at 10 a.m. I arrived at 10.30, so luckily I made it to that photo op. And I met it just in time because when I arrived, 
I was the last person to get my photo taken. So I didn't have to wait online for either getting to the photo app section or to the actual photo app. I literally walked in and ran to my uh, my stage where I was supposed to take it with. Um, it was Monica from Salt Lake City. It was Sutton's track, my baby, baby Sutton. I love her so much from Beverly Hills. And Lisa Hodgson from Miami, right? I know there's a lot of talking about Monica. I know that for sure. But I'm going to say one thing. I actually interacted with her inside the convention and outside the convention at a party. And I don't know. I don't know her personally. I don't know her outside the show. Like I know some of the other ladies in the cast. But what I witnessed was that she is a very nice person and also very excited to be on the show and like have this like experience happening right now. Correct. So yeah, my first like interaction with a housewife that weekend was with Sutton, Monica and Lisa Hostein. Obviously I told Lisa that I was very happy that she's thriving right now and Sutton, she knows that I love her. So I didn't like overwhelm her with like love, but I just gave her a big hug and she was wearing her little cat sweater i think that's iconic um aaron d54 is asking this question did you meet any content creators you didn't know well the answer is yes i did meet so many many content creators that i didn't know in person right i knew of their account we maybe interacted a couple of times online it was my first time that i met like the bravo docket i loved it so much i am obsessed with the Bravo Docket girls. Uh, they were sweet. Uh, we partied together all weekend. So it was a great experience. It was my first time meeting in person with uh, Christian Snow. I met Zach from um, No Filter with Zach Peters. I mean, as you guys know, I, ha I know Zach through, you know, this content creation, right? Uh, and he knows that I love him. Yeah, you know, it was a great experience. I met many, many content creators that I didn't know before, but I had interacted with, you know, over the years of like making content for Bravo. Um, so yeah, back to my day on Friday morning after the photo op, I went to the VIP lounge. You know, the VIP lounge was a great setting. Um, many Bravo Labs were rotating. It's, it was more like a private setting, the big, big convention situation. Uh, that's where I got most of my photos. That's where I got most of my interviews. If you follow me on Instagram or Twitter, you can find some of those interviews that I had with some Bravo Lab that I had the opportunity to ask questions because my voice was so gone that I was scared that maybe they didn't understand what I was saying because on top of not having a voice, I also have an accent. So... I was like panicking, but um, I spoke to people from Southern Hospitality. I spoke to Kiki and Gertie from um, Miami. I also spoke to Casey. She's the new girl on Winter House. So if you are able to, um, to go and check those um, interviews, you can find them on my Instagram and on my Twitter. Uh, let's continue. I see some people. Um, Mia Carlos, the fact that Bravo has treat everyone graciously, no matter of the fan of opinion counts. It shows Bravo has have respect for the fans and for their success, regardless if they are angels or villains. Correct. I mean, this, this is the one thing that I want to say, you guys. Some people, some fans, I'm going to say fans, there's only maybe one or two people that I'm not going to interact ever right ever um and now you add two more which i'm gonna tell you the story later but everybody that i interacted with even if i didn't agree with them on the show they were very gracious they they understand that you can separate sometimes what happened on the show and what's happening in real life also you got to understand that some fans go too hard on the Bravo Labs for no reason. I have opinions about some lady from Philly that went after Jennifer Aiden on the panel. 
And I know that the comment that Jennifer said was maybe it didn't land with people, but sometimes if you are looking for smoke, you get smoked, right? So, uh, continue. Uh, end up. Hi, Eddie. I got to meet you, but I'm not a content creator. I'm bummed. I didn't think to take a picture. You should, you should have taken a picture. I'm not only... That's one thing, another thing, you guys. I always told you guys that if you saw me out during, like, the VIP area or, like, out and about, please come to me. Please say hi. I'm not used to think of me of, like, somebody who people want to take photos with me. Um... But I did run into many, many people who listen my podcast, many people who watch my YouTube channel, many people who follow me on Twitter. Uh, they said, like, I, I like your post. I like what you do. You're awesome. So, um, yes, of course I remember you. And uh, you were at the Zach Politic Party. Yes. Yes, I remember. Um, but I'm, I'm so happy that this platform has given me the opportunity to meet people that watch Bravo and love Bravo just as much as I do. And the fact that people appreciate what I put out, like what I say, my crazy opinions and my nonsense. And like, let's be honest, this is this is fun. But at the same time, we are connecting through something that we truly love. So when I was at BravoCon, I have a little taste of what is to have a voice, right? Even though technically I didn't have my own voice that day because I lost my voice that whole weekend. But to have a voice on this uh, crazy Bravo universe, right? Um, it was definitely eye-opening. The fact that many people truly appreciate what I do, really like my pose, they want to take photos with me. And I'm like thinking to myself like, I'm just one of you guys. I'm just a fan of shows and uh, but thank you for the support. That was all it was going through my head. So if you ever see me out and about, unless you want to come for me and you want me to turn jersey on you and you want to like you want to start some shit, if you come if you come and say hi to me, even if you see me out and about, you know, be my guest, be my guest and I'm, I'm more than happy to interact with everybody. I'm like I'm like super social person. I love it. I love talking to people. But I also get shy when people say like, oh, I know you from you know, Martini with Eddie. I get like, like, oh my gosh. <laughs> so yeah, that's that's pretty much the experience of the VIP room. I got to interview all these people and uh, I want you guys to listen to it. Then after that, I watched the Ben De Palm uh, panel. I, I honestly want you guys to watch the panels on Peacock because the quality is amazing, but I also uh, stream them on my Instagram and save them on my uh, on my uh, feed. As you can see, the, the panels were slightly dramatic. Um, obviously, was Ariana was not, you know, given any chance to Sandoval to like have his moment. She was also very happy that people are excited for her to be thriving and uh, dancing with the stars. The best part of the panel was watching the little sneak peek for the next season that comes in January. I got goosebumps, you guys. Because, like, watching it on, this, watching it on your phone and stuff is cool, but imagine watching that trailer in a ginormous screen with like surround sound, like every crack sound that that glass made, you feel it in your soul. That's how intense it was. You felt that noise, like the 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 broken glass noise and all the special effects for the audio. You felt those in your soul. That's how intense it was. Um, it was really cool to see Lisa Vanderpump joining the, the, the panel because last year in New York City, she was not part of the, the, the BravoCon whatsoever. She was not there. But this time she was. Obviously, big part of it is because, you know, Vanderpump had that huge momentum, you know, with the scandal. And also because she has Vanderpump at Paris in Las Vegas. I saw her for a split second as she was walking into um her hot uh, into her restaurant on Thursday night 
I went on Wednesday night, you guys, and then I went for just like a quick drink with my friends when we were going somewhere else uh, on Saturday night. And neither day, neither of those days she was there. I was so pissed. I'm like, the only day that I didn't go, which was Thursday, she happens to be there. <laughs> just my luck. The uh, the panel for Vanderpump Rules, uh, Aaron, you're asking a question saying, how packed was the Vanderpump panel? It was full capacity. Some panels were empty. I'm not going to lie to you. And the reason why some people are saying that the VIP area was kind of like empty in some panels was because most people who bought VIP wristbands we're hanging out at the VIP lounge because most people who wanted pictures with the celebrities knew that they were going to be there. Literally, every half an hour, a new Bravo Lab will walk into the VIP uh, um, lounge to take photos. And not just one. It will be like five, six of them. Um, that I took pictures with Amanda and... And Dolores in my VIP. I took picture with Kiki, with Gertie, with um, with uh, who else? Obviously, I spoke to a lot of them, but I didn't want to bother them with photos because every single person was harassing them, right? And like I said before, I see a lot of these Bravo Labs more than just the person on the show. Uh, I have had the opportunity to create some connection with some of them. And that was my plan this year. I didn't want to go into BravoCon as like a fan. I want to just go there and talk to these people like we are on the same level. Like I talk to them like, you know, about their lives and I tell them about mine and, you know, whatever. Like I'm creating connections that I don't know where these connections are going, right? But that to me, it's such a rewarding, you know, feeling when I talk to them and they recognize who I am and we just chill and we just talk, have a drink, or whatever. Um, funny story. I don't watch. I do not watch Below Deck. And during the weekend, I was talking to this very tall, very funny, extremely well-dressed man. And I didn't know who he was. So we bonded over cocktails, right? We were chitty-chatting, laughing. And I asked this person, so... Who are you with? Because you are extremely well-dressed. And he said to me, I'm Kyle from Below Deck. And like, I, and I said to him, I don't watch Below Deck. I'm sorry. He said to me, he said to me like, it's okay. It's, it's okay. <laughs> uh, and we, we bonded over drinks and talking about all the stuff beside uh, Bravo. So that's the experience that I wanted to go uh, into this year. Obviously, I'm a big fan of a lot of these people too as well. Like I'm a I'm a fan at the end of the day. But um it was uh yeah, great. I'm going to say that one of my biggest um surprises was the fact that people were excited to meet um Summer House cast members. And I'm going to tell you why. Because, like, most people are just excited for, for Housewife. And I'm happy. And I'm so happy that um, people are just as excited for shows that are not Housewife-related. Uh, a lot of people were interested in getting to know, you know Casey from Winterhouse because she's a new cast member. The Summer House, Martha Vineyard. People were absolutely the best. I'm obsessed with Preston. My girl, Jordan, it's amazing. I love her. She's everything and beyond. Uh, I also met Jasmine. She was so sweet, right? So what I'm saying is, is like this opportunity for, for fans to get to know Bravo Labs from show that most people don't watch because they are so obsessed with, uh, with Housewife. I'm happy to see that people really, really want to talk to them, right? I, I mean, I'm not saying that people don't watch it because, I, I, as we know, the, the ratings speak loud and clear, and that's why they get renewing them all over, like over and over. But um, 
but I I really want people to remember the most shows that are fun to watch are not housewife shows. I was happy to see Enret and Vishal from Family Karma and Brian. He was also there. But I was so sad that I didn't get to see Bali and my girls from from Family Karma. Luckily, now we know that it's on pause. It's official. I actually heard that before uh, before BravoCon. You know, I had a, you know I I got like the little you know little bird told me that they were on pause and they they're trying to figure out what to do with Family Karma next. Which gave me the hope that maybe we will get some kind of like surprise next year in 2024. That would be amazing. That's what I want for if Bravo, if anyone from Bravo is listening to this podcast, which, which is probably like zero to none, <laughs> um, we want Family Karma back. Bring Family Karma back. It's such a good show. And they were the stars from last year's BravoCon. Everyone was so excited to see Family Karma last year. And they brought the fashion. That Legends Ball last year, their fashion was beyond. Beyond. I mean, they were they were wearing these beautiful uh, Indian dresses. Like, very cultural. And it was a breath of fresh air. So I'm just hoping the Bravo pays attention and realizes that we need more shows like that. And like Mia Carla from New York just said, they are on pause, which is not canceled. That is good news. Miami was on pause at one point and came back and is one of the strongest franchises that the Bravo has right now in their belt. Um, so yeah, I went to the Summer House um, panel. As you know, there is a new season coming out. There's going to be a lot of drama because as we know, on that season, while they were filming towards the end, that's when Carl breaks up with Lindsay. And the tension on that stage, you guys, was insane. When I say insane, it was like I was afraid that Carl was going to run out of the freaking panel. And Lindsay was not holding back. She was laughing it off joking about it, unbothered, and looked amazing doing so. I think Lindsay is like the only Bravo lab that, my, that I, I have a different opinion currently than when I went into BravoCon. Uh, even though it has been changing. I mean, I never had an issue with Lindsay, but the whole last season kind of like, okay, this is not adding up. Uh... But now, like, okay, she she is thriving. And I love when women tr- thrive after a breakup. That's why I love Ariana so much, too. Obviously, I loved her before, as you guys know. I ran into her uh, on this BravoCon during my Palooza, and I told her. That was the only thing that I told her because uh, she was, you know, fans were, like, all over her. So what I did, this is what I did when I saw Ariana. I pulled out the picture that we took we took last year and I put it on my phone and I said Ariana and I and I showed her my picture and she was like oh my gosh Eddie she extended her arms we hugged and she had a camera following her I guess they were doing some kind of recording for BravoCon or whatever and I said like all I wanted you to know is how much I love you you know that and how happy I am that you're thriving um and then like we kind of exchanged some words and the guy with the camera said, like, Ariane, you need to keep moving. You're going to go to the other side. I didn't ask for pictures because, once again, it's like, it was a lot going on. But to me, it was important for, for me to tell her that I'm happy that she's thriving. The same thing I feel for Lindsay, even though I I didn't have the same connection that I have with Ariana and that I have with Ariana, uh, the fact that she was... In a different mood, I will say she was more excited to be there than last year. I think she was uh, maybe happier to be with her friends. She said it on the panel 
that the ladies of Summer House, including Paige, were extremely supportive of her on the hard time. She even said that Paige and Lindsay had uh, like a launch and they are in great, great terms. Um, so yeah, a lot of changes on the Summer House cast. There is going to be two, two new cast members, uh, two guys. You know, I'm just sad that my girl Sam seems to be back just as a guest. Uh, I'm not okay with that. I finally got to talk to my bestie Sam in person. And that to me was one of the highlights of the weekend. I will say that and talking to Leva was amazing. I'm just going to share two words that she told me. Uh, she said, like, you have a voice, which I don't have right now. And I didn't have that point. Uh, you listen, you watch the shows, keep keep doing what you're doing. You're thriving and we love you. And then we had a long ass conversation, but that's in private. So what I'm saying is like when those were my highlights, right? Talking to Sam in person and talking to Leva, two people that I talk to a lot and I, I, I feel like, you know, I have built like a connection with them in a in a in a more personal level. And I love them very much. I love them very much. But when it's it's different to to know somebody over like DMs or text messages and stuff than actually seeing them in person and still showing you that love, right? And that excitement to see you. So thank you, Sam, and thank you, Leva. I love you guys so much. Also, talking about Sam, we saw her at the a winter house panel. I went to the winter house panel. She was there to to see Corey. Obviously, they had to ask Corey about what's happening on winter house and how he was managing the fact that he was kind of denying or not being completely open and honest about his relationship with Sam. It was really funny to watch her reaction on like as she was watching uh, Sam, uh Corey because Sam was sitting in the mix with like people in the audience, right? She was not on the actual panel, but it was fun to watch it. I love Winter House. I love Summer House and Vanderpump Rules. I actually went to most of the non-housewife panels. The only, I believe the only panel that I went to that it was housewife related was Beverly Hills on Sunday. That was a really good one, you guys. Uh, Let's see what else. What was your favorite day during BravoCon? That's a hard one because I like I like Friday because it's exciting, and I like Sunday because it's super chill. Sunday people are so tired, like the people who are like the fans are so tired that. It doesn't feel like like you have to rush to places, so it feels like super chill. The vibe is different. Um, as for like, what was my favorite day because of the panels? I will say Friday. Um, yeah, I would say Friday. But Sunday had good panels too because Sunday was um, Beverly Hills and Southern Charm, which I love. Also, I'm really upset that I missed a Jersey panel. And the only reason why that I missed the Jersey panel was because on Sunday, I was going to the Bravo Watch What Happened Live taping at 6 p.m. And the um, Jersey panel ended, I think, at 5.15, right? Um, let me see. I just want to make sure that I got the time right. Um, the Jersey panel was from, here it is. The Jersey panel was from 4.30 p.m. to 5.15. And then uh, I was going to the Watch What Happened Live, and I needed to go to my hotel and change because, as you guys know, I'm a fashion boy, and every single time that I went to a different event, I change. <laughs> I need it. I needed to change. So I didn't go to the panel on Sunday for the Jersey panel with my girl Jen and my girl Teresa. And this is what I'm going to say, you guys. And I want to say this very loud and clear. Um, I saw the video 
of the fan going after Jennifer saying that she lived up Teresa's ass. I want to say something about that. If you pay whatever you pay to go to BravoCon to get on a mic to look for a moment, which, by the way, I think is so embarrassing when people think that they are housewives and they're being followed by cameras and then they're going to cut to the uh, confessional. No, that's only your head, sweetie. That's all in your head. So you took a spot from a real fan that maybe wanted to ask a question to either Jackie, Teresa, Dolores, or Jennifer, who loved them, right? You took a spot because you wanted a moment. And I don't care if people are saying that Jennifer Aiden went too hard on the fan. I'm going to tell you one thing. I watched the video. I know how it went down. The fan said, oh, you live up Teresa's ass. And all Jennifer said was, you must not have real friends. And then Teresa wanted to say something to like support what Jennifer was saying. And the fan said, shut up, Teresa, I'm not talking to you. And that's when Jennifer said, where you at, big boy? And for those who don't know, for those who don't know, I want to make this clear. Maybe in your state, in your city, it doesn't mean that way. But when you say, where you at, big boy, you know what that means? It's having attitude. That's what you said to somebody who's pretending to be tough. When you said like, it's like, you know, they call, you know, bitch boy to, to Joe Gorga, they, whatever. And yes, and yes, the comment online was different. The comment online was more on that line. The, the fans are saying there was body shaming. But the comment on the panel didn't mean that. The comment on the panel was, you know, you're acting tough. Like, and that's the other thing. Like, please, 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 please. If you are going to act tough, you are going to get some nasty ass answer. Because if I was there, and I'm going to say this, if I was at that panel and I saw what happened, I would have walked to the mic and said something to that lady. Because maybe Teresa and Jennifer can defend themselves the way they wish they could because they are under a contract, they might be afraid to lose their contract or something like that. But I have no contract with nobody. And I wish I was there. Because what I'm trying to say, do not take space. Do not take space if you don't like them. There was a panel for the other side of the couch with the Gorgas and Margaret and whatever. Go to that one. I'm pretty sure you will be more happy, will be happier asking them questions because obviously you are team losers, right? So that's my point. Use your energy during BravoCon in a smart way to create connections, to create moments that you want to remember. I think that's so embarrassing. I would be so embarrassed if I acted that way. It brings me back to last year when Lisa Rena was at the Beverly Hill panel. I was right there. I was sitting next to the mic where the people go and ask questions. If I was a fucking piece of trash, I would have got up and, and tried to play the whole having a moment. But I... Why would I do that? Why would I do that? You know, what do I gain? What do I gain? If I got up last year to that mic, I would have talked to either Sutton or Garcelle because I love them. Because I want to say something to them being like, hey, thank you for all you do on the show. You make me feel happy or whatever. But I'm not going to waste my energy on that type of moment, it's actually quite embarrassing. It's not what people think it is. So, you guys, if you go to BravoCon next year, think about these words. Do not waste your energy and your moment on something negative. Because then your whole experience is negative. I prefer to go to places where I know I'm going to see BravoLeaf that I like. For example, here we go. This is the story of my last... Sunday, or more of like my last photo op. It was my last last Bravo Palooza. 
I arrived to my Bravo Palooza and it was Anne Marie from Beverly Hills. It was just Jen Fessler, Kyle Richards, and Rachel Fuda. Obviously, you guys know that I'm not a Rachel Fuda fan whatsoever. I don't care for Anne Marie because she's brand new and I know that I I, I don't know who she is. I didn't I, I didn't care. And Jen Fessler, I think is funny, but I didn't want to make it seem like I was just outing one person. Like I didn't want that person on my photo. So what I did was I waited in the line, right? To take the picture on the Bravo Palooza with them. My plan from the beginning was to only take a photo with Kyle Richards. That's the only one I wanted in my picture, right? I only wanted the photo with Kyle Richards because I didn't want to take a picture with the Rachel Fuda person. I didn't want her in my photo. I didn't want to have to crop her out because I think it's dumb because I'm paying for that. And if I want to take a picture just with Kyle, I should be able to take a picture just with Kyle. So I don't know if it was because I lost my voice and I was forcing myself to speak to to the guy. I kept saying to the guy who took the photo, can you please ask Kyle that I just want to take a picture with her? My friend recorded this on video, which is really funny. I didn't know that he was doing that. He then texted me the video. I was telling him, hey, can you, can you just take a picture of me and Kyle? And I kept saying that. The security guy next to me pushed me out of the line. Literally pushed me out of the line. And I, like, and I keep pointing at Kyle. I just want a picture with Kyle. I don't know, because my voice was like cracking or something. Maybe he thought I was some crazy fan or whatever. But it was that's all I can think of, because I didn't do anything that kind of like deserved to be pushed out of the line, right? The ladies looked like surprised. Like, oh my gosh, what's happening? Because it was so quick. What was happening was really quick. So I, I was like, I all I wanted was a picture with Kyle. And Emery said, like, you just want a picture with Kyle. Just come here and take the picture with Kyle. And the security guy was not letting me get close to the to the other ones. So Kyle Richards looked at me from where she was standing and she said and she said like you want a picture just with me? And I said to her, yes, that's all I want. And she approached me and she said like are you okay with a selfie? And I said like that's more than enough for me. I took the selfie and I left because I was gonna get ready for my next watch what happened live, which is showgirls on Sunday night. So that's the story, how I got a picture with Kyle that it was just a selfie. That night, I realized that Kyle is very gracious and classy because another housewife would have just ignored it and not do anything. I'm going to post the, the maybe, maybe I will post the video on my Instagram or Twitter. I haven't shared that video just because I don't want trolls to think that, I was, oh, he's such a crazy fan. As you guys know, I'm not a Kyle Richard fan, but out of all the ladies that were there, she was the one that I wanted a picture with because she is part of my favorite franchise. She is an OG on Beverly Hills. No matter what side I am like rooting for, Kyle Richard has been on it from the beginning. She's been on it from the beginning. She is part of the reason why Beverly Hills exist. So if I was going to take a picture with any of those ladies during that Bravo Palooza, it was going to be Kyle. And I got my picture, but it was fucking crazy. Uh, end up say, post the pic, post the video. I might, because it was fucking wild. It was fucking wild. How quick things escalated for no fucking reason. Um, I just love Rachel Fuda's face because when she noticed that I didn't want a picture with her, she walked towards Jen Fessler and she whispered something to her ear. My friend said that he heard, uh, that he heard something that she said about me. I don't think she did. I don't think she maybe knows who I am, but maybe she does because I do talk a lot of shit about her on my on my Twitter when Beverly when Jersey is Aaron. Uh, I'm. I'm I'm a very obvious Teresa and Jennifer Aiden, you know, fan. So I don't know what she whispered to her. You can see it on the video too. Like in on the video, you can see how she walks behind Kyle. As Kyle's walking away from the step and repeat, 
She walks behind Kyle. She hugs um, Jennifer a, uh, Jennifer Fessler. Jennifer Fessler, and she starts whispering something to her ear, and then they start taking pictures together. So um, it was wild, wild. I went to the Bravos on Friday night. I went to uh, Charming uh, House Rules on Saturday, which is the panel with all the you know, soil and charm, hospitality, uh, Vanderpump rules, and summer house, winter house people. And then on Sunday, I went to the showgirls. That opening with um, uh, Adriana from um, Miami was so fun to watch live. It was amazing. That's another part of like going to the Watch What Happened Live or the Bravos. Like you only get to see it at home, like already edited. Being there and watch it as they like produce it is amazing. Seeing Andy singing that intro at the beginning was hysterical. And the best part is Bravo Labs were trying to go to the restroom half of the show. And at one point, the producer was like, okay, guys, you need to stop going to the restroom. It's too much. Because in, on every single uh, cut, the, like five or six will run out of the, their seat to the bathroom. And even Andy at one point said, like, you guys, we, we just have one more take. Can you please stop going to the, to the um, uh, he said a word, kind of like, uh, he didn't say restroom, but he said, like, the toilet or some shit like that. Um, we, he's like, I want to get out of here. I want to go party in Vegas. So um, that was that was really funny. Uh, that was really funny watching how this show is producing hysterical. I got to sit front row for Charming House Rules, like literally front row. And I arrived like maybe like 10 minutes late. So I'm like, I'm always late. And I think some, I, I think it was somebody from, uh, who I don't know, somebody laughed. Somebody laughed. I think it was somebody from some Southern Charm was like right there. And it was just a cute moment because they realized that I was late. Um, but the whole weekend was an awesome experience, right? The whole weekend was surreal. As you can tell, I'm so excited to talk about it. If you have any more questions, please like, like, let me know what you want to know. Um, a lot of, a lot of the panels are on Peacock, so you can watch them there. Um, the tea, the real tea about BravoCon this year for me was making real connections with people who love this or are part of this, right? Meeting all the uh, the Bravo content creators, that was amazing. That was one of my favorite things because we don't get to do this. We don't get to interact, you know, a lot in person. Um, so sitting at a bar, talking to all my fellow content creators, like, at the Real Housewife of Politics, I think is the, the website, right? Uh, they had a little, uh, like a, not little, a big party at the Cosmopolitan on Saturday night. I went to that one before I went to the After Dark, which by the way, I went to the After Dark and it was so fun. Oh, I was so drunk. I was so drunk. And then I went, uh, I stayed at the Omnia. I went to James Kennedy for like five minutes. He was great. Then I went back to the Omnia and Steve Aoki was performing, and I'm telling you, I was so drunk and gone. It was one of the best nights of my life. It was so good. Um, but yeah, seeing my fellow content creators was by far one of the best part of being at BravoCon because we don't get to interact much in person. We don't have the opportunity to you know, sit down and have a cocktail and talk about Bravo or not Bravo stuff, right? And I came back home feeling that I built even a deeper connection with all of them because obviously now we have, you know, real interaction, not like over the phone or over podcast or 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 DMs and stuff like that, right? Uh, I want to answer... Oh, yes. At, at the Showgirls, they had like karaoke game and Lisa Barlow did good as goal. And that uh, that was so fun. <laughs> that was so fun. That one was hysterical. Uh, let's see. What else? Who? 
I have another question here. It's like, who were the best dressed? Tell us who was living to make an impression from each show. Uh, I love Paige. Paige was amazing. Sam from Summer House, I think she killed it with her looks. Killed it. I love Jordan from Summer House, Martha's Vineyard. Um, from Beverly Hills. I love Garcelle. She had great looks during BravoCon. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think, you guys. Um, from the boys, I will say Kyle from Below Deck. Preston from Summer House, Martha's Vineyard. Oh, Leva. Leva from, from Solid Charm killed the fashion looks. Killed it. So did Taylor, Olivia, and Madison, and Vanita. All the Solid Ch Charm women were amazing. Were amazing. Yes, I did like the page, the little diapers. I did like the page look with the diapers. I know I'm alone in this one, but she looks so good. She looked good. And she also looked great on the Charming House rules. She had like a, like, once again, like, like a little diaper. But it was like all in black and super elevated. And it was the night when, you know, Andy brought out a cake for her for her birthday. So that was really cute. When I say like, Most of the people killed the fashion game. I, I'm gonna say that. But Leva, Sam, Jordan, and um, yeah, I mean, great. And kudos to Corey because Corey from Winter House wore the same outfit that I was planning on wearing on wearing during BravoCon. He wore it on. He wore that outfit on Friday, and I wore the outfit on Sunday night. For the Watch It Will Happen live taping. If you have Instagram. Go ahead and follow me. Or go check it out. I posted a side by side. Um, picture of us wearing the same outfit. And I said like who wore it better. <laughs> He looked good though. Corey, Corey is the type of man. That maybe might not be good looking to everybody. But his his behavior. Like he's like bad boy. Uh like thing going on i think it's so sexy i mean sam definitely scored with that guy um and yeah if you have any other uh, would you uh hold on team this is from aaron said will you ever do a live talking about browacon with other content creators like you did for new years yes i'm actually planning on doing so uh i'm already getting in touch with some of them i want to make sure that Each and one of those content creators have the chance to to talk on their own experience on their own podcast. And I'm gonna try to have a panel with all content creators who went who went to BravoCon. Uh, most of them, we were all hanging out together. So it would be fun to kind of like get together, have a little cocktail and talk about it and relive our experiences um, during BravoCon. So yes, Aaron, I am planning to do a panel with content creators to talk about BravoCon just like I did last year for New Year's when we closed the year together. So I'm excited. Yes, yes, yes. Um, let's see. Erin has another question. Uh, Mia asked this question before, but she wants she wants to know if I prefer Vegas or New York BravoCon. I'm going to be 100% honest. I complain a lot about Vegas Because Vegas is not easy to walk around. So when I so going from one place to another is like a freaking hustle. Especially because F1 was building like the bleacher for what whatever they're doing for the for the Formula One. But the energy in Vegas was out of control. New York has to me personally, this is just my personal opinion, it's easier to go from one place to another. You know, like for me to walk from my hotel to the Javits Center and from the Javits Center to back to my hotel and from my hotel to the Hammerstein uh, Theater to go for the Watch What Happened Live taping and stuff like that was so easy. Like I didn't have to pay Uber or anything like that. This year I had to Uber even to the hotel next door, right? So... um. So that's the only reason why 
I kind of like New York a little better, but the energy in Vegas is one of a kind. So I'm not mad if next year is back in Vegas, right? I wouldn't be mad. I'm going to still go to Vegas. I'm still going to party in Vegas. I'm still going to Uber everywhere because that's all I need to know. That's all I know and how to move around in Vegas. If you're able to even take an Uber, because that's another one, um, they have like Uber pickups. They are like three blocks away from the Gatham Hotel. So that pissed me off. But also it was hard to get Ubers. Like, it, it, yeah, it was hard. Um, And yes, I learned that in the hard way. End up just said, you know, she lives in Vegas. Uh, she said, taxes are cheaper and faster here in Vegas right now, especially if you pay cash. Yes, I found out about that like on Saturday night <laughs> after days and days of taking Uber. So now I know for next year, if it's in Vegas, that I just got to take taxis everywhere. And I'm going to say one thing. The only great thing about taxi cabs is like they seem to know like shortcuts to places. Yeah. So now I know for next year. So there you go, guys. If you are going to, to Vegas, BravoCon, make sure that you bring like a little cash just for taxi cabs because that definitely helps. Uh, they do take cars and everything, but uh, you can negotiate if you if you have cash, you know. Uh, that's, that's, yeah, that's my experience in BravoCon. And then obviously Monday... I was flying into New York and my flight was packed with Bravo Labs. Packed. I sat next to Gabby from Summer House. Next to me was, on the other side, was uh, Sierra. Across from me was uh, Andrea. Behind me was Chris from Summer House. Um, a couple rows down was Danielle. In the first class uh, area of Delta was uh, Dolores. Uh, Dolores was there Frank Sr. was there Frank Sr.'s uh, fiance was there um, Polly was there uh, A lot of people from Bravo um, You know, executive and stuff were there too um, It was such a fun flight too Because um, it was You know, everybody was so tired Everybody was like so into themselves But like, it's... Uh, it's fun to see people just like, you know, relax after a whole weekend of crazy. That was me too. I was like tired. And the, this is the funniest part, you guys. I'm going to be honest. I downloaded Beverly Hills, Miami, uh, the Bravo because I want to watch it too, and Southern Charm to watch on my plane back home because I watched uh, Gossip Girl going there, right? Well, I was so embarrassed to even watch Bravo next to Gabby. <laughs> I didn't want to look like that person. <laughs> so I just watched Gossip Girl on the way back. I was like, I'm, not, I'm, like, I'm sitting next to somebody who was just a BravoCon, dealing with all the crazy of BravoCon. Um, I don't want her to like, be like, oh, he's watching more Bravo. <laughs> I'm just being honest. I had a whole entire library of Bravo stuff to watch and I didn't because I was so embarrassed. <laughs> that's 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 real story. That that's the real that's the real real me. I was too embarrassed to watch Bravo shows next to a Bravo lip. <laughs> but yeah, it was an amazing trip. I'm so ready for next year. As you guys know, I literally plan my year around BravoCon. It's definitely going to be back, either Vegas or New York. It's going to come back. So, Oh, somebody says, should BravoCon be in a different city each year? Like, what about South Carolina or D.C.? I'm going to say this. I said that before, too. I wish they did, like, um, like one on the East Coast, one on the West Coast, and kind of like that, you know, because that helps, like, fans from the East Coast to go to the East Coast one so that if they, if they can't afford to, like, travel to um to whatever city on the west coast is uh, i don't know 
where it's going to be. There is already words of possible location. So your boy might be traveling again next year. Um, but I, I, I do believe that there, there should be like at least like one on the East Coast, one on the West Coast. I, I don't know about you know South Carolina or DC because logistic for logistic reasons I don't think South Carolina or DC have like locations where they can accommodate everybody not just only Bravo Labs but the people flying into it you know it has to be in major cities because major cities have the capacity to accommodate uh visitors in a major way like LA Miami uh Vegas and New York So that's what I think it might be. You know, I do want Bravo to experience, you know, different cities. It, it would be so fun. It would be so fucking fun. But um, as now, I don't know where it's going to be, but whatever it is, your boy is going because there's nothing more that I love than going to BravoCon. So, yeah, I'm trying to think, you guys, because I'm talking to you guys like I talk to my friends and I don't have a list. I don't have like a like a talking points today because I wanted this to feel like I'm sharing my experience from my heart. So if you have more questions, if you have any uh, anything you want to know, send me a DM or comment on my on my Instagram or comment on my YouTube channel. I will definitely answer any of those questions. Uh, I I want to know, you guys, if you would like to have the panel next week. So I want it to be fresh. I was waiting maybe like a month. To do it, but I think let's do it next week. Let's have a let's have a BravoCon panel next week, and I'm gonna invite my favorite uh, content creators to come and join me, and we can have a good good chat about it. Because yeah, I do have a lot of videos and photos on my Instagram and on my Twitter. You can find that, and you know, I also share the how the Bravo Bazaar was located. And this year was actually really, really organized. One of my favorite things about BravoCon 2 are like the photo ops and like the virtual experiences. I only did two of them this year. I wish I did more. There was one, there was a confessional, you guys. I didn't do that one. And I'm so sad that I didn't because I wanted to uh, try to see how I look during a confessional, doing a confessional. But I did... Uh, one like one of those like spinny thingies where like camera goes around you and you just kind of dance in the middle. I also did the Vanderpump intro once again because I did it last year, but I wanted a new one. Uh, I did that one too. There was a like like a sprint a sprinter bear. I can't even talk at this point. A sprinter van outside, kind of like the same setting as like Lisa Barlow calling. Her lawyers, you know, when they uh, are looking for for Jen Shah, and they had the fur coat, the sunglasses, and everything, like for you to like, like, kind of like reenact that I'm shaking, I'm physically shaking moment. That was hysterical. Uh, so yeah, um, I'm so excited. Um, don't wait, I gotta figure it out. No, you guys, and remember if. You guys are traveling, like end up say do it after Thanksgiving and traveling next week. Maybe that would be a good idea. I think a lot of people are traveling during Thanksgiving. I think it would be a good way to like reconnect with people after Thanksgiving weekend. So I'm gonna coordinate with all my Bravo content creators and uh, I will have a date. If you are traveling, you know you can always, always, always rewatch it, you know. So yeah. I need tips on how to actually get a pass when they go on sale. This is my tip to you guys. Be on your computer before it. Put the code on the bar before uh, noon. Always do before noon. And when you hit noon, that's when you, that's when you click search or whatever button it is. It will automatically put you in front of the line. 
So be on time. Put the code before noon, because that's when it usually goes on sale at noon. When it hit noon, click search immediately. That would, that You don't have to be typing the code before noon. I mean, at noon. You should be having the code already on the bar before noon. So when... What you do is when it hit when the when the time changes to noon, that's when you click search. That's my little tip. I shouldn't be giving I shouldn't be giving it away because that's what I do. That's how I get mine. But yeah, I know it's hard. I know it's hard to get to get the tickets. I know it's really hard to get the tickets. Trust me, I was freaking out. I think I shared my experience about my ticket purchase situation. I almost didn't get VIP and I'm so happy that I actually did because I would have cried all weekend if all my friends were VIP and I was just sitting outside the GA section. Not because the GA section is bad, but because BravoCon is fun when you do it with your friends. BravoCon by yourself is fun because you're going to meet people. But when you go to BravoCon with a group of friends that love Bravo and we are all hanging out in the VIP area, that was to me the best part of the weekend. So there you have it, you guys. If you have any other questions, please let me know. And um, yeah, besties, it was so awesome talking to you about BravoCon. Remember, this is season two of Martini with Eddie. Martini with Eddie is back for another season where we're going to be talking about all things Bravo. We're going to be talking about the shows. I'm going to keep doing once a week because my life is so hectic right now. Uh, with my real life, you know, that keeping up with three times a week podcast about recaps is going to be hard. But I'm going to be honest, I want to make sure that you guys get supersized episodes once a week with all the shows, all the tea, and everything that's happening. More guests are coming, more content creators are coming. Um, I'm actually going to see uh, John Hill's uh, show tomorrow here in New York City, so I'm excited about that. I will let you know how that goes. As you guys, as you guys know, John Hills is very popular in the Bravo universe for obvious reasons. Um, so I will let you know how that goes. I'm excited. So best things, like I always say, have a great weekend. I will see you next week. And please, please, please make sure to follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Martini with Eddie. I also have a website, martinewitheddy.com. I know I haven't updated in a while, but I'm going to make sure to update my website. Also, make sure to subscribe and rate this podcast. You can find Martini with Eddie, the podcast, on every single platform where you listen your favorite podcast. To me, it's very important that you guys like uh, and um, leave a rate and subscribe because that's the only way that we as content creators survive and grow in this huge, amazing content creator world. Besties, it was amazing. Have a great night. Bye, besties!